Well, uh, we have a special guest with us on the phone at this time. And, Tim, I just want to give a little bit of background. Sure. If you've been listening to uh, our newscasts, you can get uh, more details on our website, WFMD.com. But uh, I want to ask the guest, too, if I got all my timeline right on this, because there was a uh, shooting last year that involved two Frederick City uh, police officers and the police body cam has been released and you know for some it's difficult to uh, watch so I'll put out that uh, uh, that warning uh, and you've been hearing some of the video that uh, we've been able to obtain from that uh, the body camera footage pretty much shows uh, two officers being shot and the uh, person they're shooting at being shot well on Friday at last week, at a Frederick County Circuit Court hearing, uh, the person who was shot, uh, his last name is Lewis, was found guilty of the shootings, but not criminally responsible. The judge ordered him to be placed in a secure mental health institution until he's no longer determined to be a danger to the community and himself. A uh, medical expert with the Maryland Department of Health determined his mental condition was so compromised he did not understand what he was doing. The chief of the Frederick City Police, Chief Lando, said the outcome of the case was, quote, disappointing. When the incident occurred, we pledged accountability, transparency, gives the community some answers. But our first duty was to ensure a fair trial to everyone involved in this case. Uh, and releasing footage at the time of the incident risked tainting the jury. Today, the case is now concluded and the Frederick Police Department is releasing this footage in compliance with our departmental policy on events of significant public interest. So with all that, we have uh, on the phone the president of the Frederick City FOP, Charlie Snyder. Mr. Snyder, thanks for joining us. Frank and Tim, thanks for having me and a uh, pleasure to come on here and uh, try and chat with you on uh, this this uh, very important topic. Was my, my kind of quick summary there uh, okay? Is there anything that needs to be added? Well, what I'd like to say, I have a little, a little, little short uh, prepared written statement. What I'd like to say is, you know, FOP 91, first of all, has to recognize the excellent work by Officer Kowalski and, and Officer Brian Snyder. I will tell you, the first time I saw that video was uh, when it was released, and uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, the, their bravery and professionalism are what police officers in Frederick City the state of Maryland and across this country do every day on critical incidents similar to this one. Um, the FOP too is, uh, you know, we'll share the same sentiment as the chief. Uh, we were disappointed uh, with the court's decision. Uh, Mr. Lewis, you know, he clearly has a violent past and has done this in the past. And I, I would just say, how many times does this have to continue to occur across this great United States to law enforcement officers. I mean, uh, just just watch the news that's happening to law enforcement officers across this country on a daily basis. Uh, if we are truly about accountability, then who is responsible for Mr. Lewis being out and free in public uh, with a gun and drugs? Uh, the justice system is broken and needs to be fixed because these situations uh, continue to occur over and over again. We have to get this right. We have to fix this issue. Um, we want accountability for our officers when they do something wrong, but who's accountable for Mr. Lewis being out there? Um, and the last thing I'll say is, you know, um, both of these officers should have never had to deal with this situation 
to begin with. We shouldn't be talking about this on the radio today because Mr. Lewis shouldn't be shouldn't have been out there in the public uh, uh, for our officers in Frederick City to have to deal with or any officer across the country to have to deal with. So we got to fix this. Um, it's an issue. It's a problem. Um, and uh, those two officers, their bravery and what they did and what we saw in that video is absolutely uh Nothing short than short of amazing, and I will just tell you the training that we get at uh, Frederick Police Department is the best. I would I'm probably a little biased. I would say it's probably the best in the state, best in the country. Uh, we train our officers to handle these situations uh, appropriately. Charlie, the uh, you made comments about you know he shouldn't be out. Where uh, I'm sure you've done some backtracking to find out why he was out in the first place. Where did where does this fall back onto first before we can go f- forward? Where did the system fail? Well, I don't believe it was here locally in Maryland. I think it was in another state, and I believe the chief may have made comment. Um, in fact, that uh, it was Virginia where he was dealt with previously for a similar situation. So, what I will hope is is that um, from a standpoint of um, this gentleman, I mean, he, I, I believe he knew what he was doing. Um, I believe we have a problem uh, across this country with accountability and holding people accountable for what they do. I, I think he knew what he was doing that day. Um, I just saw the video, and I know I didn't see everything that occurred, and the body camera only shows you one thing, but um, I, I think he knew what he was doing. Um, and he made further comments uh, from the whole thing that this is what he was going to do later on down the line after he was in jail from the jail call. So it's just, we, we have to get this right. Uh, these officers, they're victims in this situation and they should not have to, to they're, they're de- going to deal with this the rest of their lives. The, uh, the sentence, which was um, um, not, is in a mental institution, but I understood that that sentence is, is the same as the life sentence in a jail, that, uh, he can, he'll never be adjudicated free and that he'll be stuck there. Yeah, and I, I guess that would be the case. But what I would point to is what happened in Virginia. Um, this gentleman was back out on the street. So, like I said, who's accountable for letting this gentleman back out on the street? Um, I, I would hope that would be the case moving forward. Um, and we always hope that somebody can be, you know, rehabilitated. But I, I just think we, we got this thing totally wrong. Um, this gentleman knew what he was doing on the date that, that this happened. I, I can see the frustration. And uh, certainly, you know, you don't want to deal with someone else's problems. Um, and, and I can see, you know, there's no way nothing's going to change because according to our, the, the laws is if he's deemed, you know, incompetent or, or mentally, de- you know, deficient, mentally, you know, incompetence word, uh, then he, he cannot be charged criminally because obviously, uh, some therapist or psychiatrist obviously has has made that determination and um i i can i i can't imagine that he would ever be released but you say he was in this type of situation before that bothers me that uh, how did he find his way out of there because as i listen to the testimony of the uh of the psychiatrist or the uh mental health experts i i don't see how he could ever have been, you know, this isn't, this doesn't happen overnight. He's paranoid schizophrenic among other things with the tendencies to, to harm other people. So it's, uh, it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. We'll take a short break and Charlie Snyder's with us. We'll be right back. Free talk radio. 
it's Bob Miller from the Morning News Express. Because of your generosity, Christmas Cash for Kids raised over $118,000 and still counting. 100% of the money goes to buying toys, clothes, and other necessities for the less fortunate right here in Frederick County. Please make sure that you turn your pledge into your donation. And thanks again for making a difference this year with Christmas Cash for Kids on Free Talk 930 WFMD. Turn to Dave's Cooling and Heating and Lennox for a pair that's perfect together. This duo ensures your home's air is perfect season after season. For a limited time, we're offering up to $1,500 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system. Or qualified buyers make no payments, incur no interest for six months when financing a new Lennox system. Plus, receive up to $3,200 in federal tax credits. Call Dave's Cooling and Heating today at 301-401-2780 or visit ravefordaves.com. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Everybody raves for Dave's. WM Wilson is the only local choice when choosing an experienced plumbing team in the Frederick area. Commercial or residential, WM Wilson always has your happiness and budget in mind. WM Wilson never leaves the job without the customer's full satisfaction. Let their dedicated team handle all your plumbing needs. Installing a new faucet or fixture? Need service for your water, lines, or septic system? Trust the experts at WM Wilson to get the job done right. Visit WMWilsonPlumbing.com today or call 301-831-5708. WFMD traffic a service of Colonial Jewelers, celebrating 75 years in Frederick. This traffic report sponsored by Brian D. Hall, DDS. 270 North has slowdowns through Rockville, Gaithersburg, Clarksburg, and Urbana on your way back to Frederick. 15 is backed up from New Design to 7th Street, 15 South from 26 down to Rosemont. 194 North is a slow ride from 26 up into Walkersville. 70 West, a grind from Rogers Avenue through 29 in Howard County and over Balance Creek Pike in Frederick County. 70 East gets clogged up as you get into the exit for 695. 81 is stacked up in both directions between Morgansville and 70. 16 up in Pennsylvania is jammed in both directions between Waynesboro and Rouserville. Over in Loudoun County, 9 West still bogged down as you're heading up to 287. 15 North has those delays from Leesburg all the way up into Luckett's. This is Drew with your traffic, a service of Frederick Air and Bryant. Whatever it takes to keep you comfortable, Frederick Air, it's a good call. Sparkle and shine this holiday season with a lasting gift of love from Colonial Jewelers. Our friendly professional team can't wait to help you select the perfect gift for everyone you love. Colonial Jewelers in downtown Frederick. Locally owned, locally loved for 75 years. From the 930 WFMD News Center. Frederick police have released the body cam video from the shootings of two officers last year. News at 30 past the hour on News Radio 930 WFMD. WFMD. Street Talk Radio 930 WFMD, talking to Charlie Snyder, who is the president of the Frank Scott Key Post 91 Fraternal Order Police. And uh, Charlie, you said it so well. I, what is the feeling of the department? I guess it's, it's similar to what you're saying, I would I would hope. Yeah, frustration, disappointment. Um, uh, I, I will tell you, you know, our officers are there, uh, as you're aware, Tim, to uh, support each other, and we're there for both of those officers. But, uh, this could be any other officer on our agency that's posed with this situation uh, on a daily basis when they go out to do their job. So we, we hope that doesn't happen, but uh, they are prepared with the training that we receive to, uh, you know, we, we want to come home safe every night. And we're prepared uh, with our training to, to, to do what we need to do to, to come home every night. For, uh, for those who are just joining us, we're talking about uh, the release of uh, body cam video from uh, 
uh, shootings that involved Frederick City police officers uh, last year. Is your frustration with uh, the court for sentencing the uh, the person, the shooter, to a mental institution or with the concern that he'll be let out before what they're saying is, or the judge, Judge um, Salt. Salt is saying that uh, he will no longer, uh, he, he will stay until he's no longer determined to be a danger to the community and himself. Well, what I think uh, some of the frustration is, and l- let me just be clear, the, the, the law is pretty clear on this, um, and Judge Salt um, in her ruling, she's not. She's not a medical doctor. She's not. Uh, she's not trained uh, in that. She, she's. She's an. She's an attorney and she's a judge. Um, so she's taking the advice of a medical doctor. And what I say is, is we. We. I, I'm not saying this is 100% the case in all cases, but we. We try to use that not criminally responsible situation a lot, and we don't hold people accountable. I think we have to have a look at the justice system and how we're, how we're doing things with people who have mental illness and how we're, how we're uh, affecting those things. And we have to take an approach and look at it not only at a state level, but we got to look at it nationally because it's a problem that we're dealing with nationally. And another state, Virginia, I believe, uh, dealt with Mr. Lewis and clearly um, didn't take the action necessary to make sure that um, the general public was safe and police officers were safe from having to deal with this gentleman. So we have to take a look at the, the, the judicial system and see if we can fix what uh, I think is broken currently. Charlie, what is uh, what's his uh, this uh, the defendant's what's his uh, criminal background? Well, I don't know that I know his whole criminal background. I'm I'm referring uh, mostly to what was put out in public that he had a prior case where he was uh, dealt with in Virginia for a similar situation. So I don't know that I have exact specifics on his, his past, but I would believe that would probably be part of the court record. Now, I was not in court on Friday, but I will tell you, um, I mean, that information is probably pretty good information that Virginia dealt with him previously. Um, I don't know all of the specifics on his criminal past. Though. Okay. We have uh, the state's attorney of Frederick County is on with us also. Uh, bringing on Charlie Smith, the state's attorney of Frederick County. Uh, uh, Charlie, um, thank you for joining us, Charlie. Uh, obviously, an emotional issue with the police, of course, um, when you injure one of the one of their own, and then they they're not they're not real uh, obviously not satisfied with the results, but. Uh, uh, you were there, or your your department uh, obviously prosecuted this. Uh, wh- what can you tell us about it? You know, I, I mean, I think there's a sense of disappointment uh, because of the insanity to defense nationwide, and so it's no different here locally. I mean, the first thing that people need to understand, and I did actually handle this case personally, is that he was found guilty beyond a reasonable doubt on all five counts of the indictment. So there's no there's no better result that we could have had even if we went to trial and risked it with a jury, uh, I, I felt confident in our case, obviously, that he would be convicted, but you never know. I mean, maybe some juror might have thought differently in this day and age with the false narrative about police and prosecutors. You just never know. So first thing is we secured the conviction, and there's no better result than that. The second part is, of course, the sentencing. And, um, you know, sure, would I like the guy to, to gone to DOC uh, in a maximum security facility? Absolutely. Um, but 
you know, we have the state doctors, so to speak, at the Department of Health that have said that he's not criminally responsible. Um, and at that point in time, our hands are, are, are tied. I mean, we don't, I'm not, as I stated to the press previously, I'm a lawyer, not a doctor. I, I just can't stand up there in front of a judge and say, hey, judge, these doctors are fully, you know what. Right. Um, they're going to ask me, what basis do you have for that? I'm going to be like, well, I watched the body warm camera video. It looked like he knew what he was doing to me. And I mean, you just can't do that, obviously. And that's not fair to the to the officers or the victims to drag them through some kind of a false proceeding like that with no hope whatsoever. So I think that generally what what people are feeling is just this standard of, of insanity or not criminally responsible and how how maybe the medical profession has a really low standard for this anymore. And I think I think we're fed up with it. But but un, until the legislature does something about it, we're stuck with it. Very good. Uh, let me go back to Charlie uh, real fast. You, you there with us, Charlie? Yeah, I'm still there. I appreciate Charlie Smith calling in. Uh, anything else that you guys uh, can can bring to to light that uh, that I'm missing or Frank's missing? It's, uh, I mean, it sounds like a great job by the city police, a great job by the prosecutor's uh, state's attorney's office, and unfortunately, it wasn't. Uh, uh, I, 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 there's nothing to say because we don't have any control over this. If the judge has to listen to a doctor, the judge is a doctor, and uh, I, I guess there's more than one doctor, so it's not like it's a. Uh, one person's opinion, I hope. I'm assuming that's what it's like. Charlie? Well, I'll just say, yeah, I'll just say so. Charlie Smith put it. Uh, which Charlie are we talking to? Uh-huh, there you go. Both of you, Charlie. <laughs> Sorry. Either yeah. one. Either one. No, you're good. I, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, uh, I think Charlie Smith put it well. Um, I think we have, we're frustrated with uh, maybe the low bar that's out there, and maybe we have to do something legislatively. And, uh, you know, what I would say is, uh, you know, Annapolis uh, – fires everything up here in January. So, if, you know, we see this as an issue and the chief's disappointed and, you know, we, we got to have our voice down in Annapolis to say, hey, maybe we need to do something to look at this and, and not have such a low bar and, and, you know, figure out how we fix this issue, you know, but Charlie Smith put, the state's attorney put it well. Very good. Anything else? Yeah, uh, state- Charlie Snyder, real, real quick, Tim, I, I know the kind of misconception people have is this guy is is in DOC. He's going to be in a yeah. secure facility. He's not going to be walking and, around for, some ex- field of flowers. So, excuse me, Mr. Mr. Smith. For, uh, for those who aren't familiar, what's DOC? Uh, Department uh, Division of Corrections. Gotcha. So he's going to be at a maximum security facility, it's, it, and, and he's going to be in jail for life until somebody determines that he's not a threat to the public. In some ways, some people could make an argument that he probably is worse off this way because he has to get an administrative law judge to rule that he's not a threat to the public. And then he has to have uh, a judge on our circuit court of Frederick County affirm that ruling. Whereas if he just went to jail, Tim, as you well know, the parole board anymore is letting all kinds of people out of jail for stupid reasons. So, um, you know, some, some would argue that he's, he's got less of a chance of being free this route than he would, any other so you know who knows though i mean who knows ultimately well i thank both of you gentlemen for the job that you do and continue to be in my prayers for keeping us safe as you can 